Hi, this is Greg Kilstrom. Welcome to the Agile World Podcast, where we discuss customer experience, employee experience, and transformation in an agile age. The Agile World Podcast is brought to you by Tech Systems, an industry leader in full-stack technology services, talent services, and real-world application. For more information, go to techsystems.com. To read more about the topics discussed on this show, you can go to my website at theagile.world and read my latest articles or get a copy of my latest book, The Center of Experience, a blueprint for creating an experience-led organization now available on Amazon and other retailers. My name is Greg Kilstrom, and I'm the CEO and co-founder of CareerGig and the host of the Agile World podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how agility can help an organization maintain good employee and customer experience despite tumultuous times. We're also going to talk about how the role of great employee experience is to make sure that employees are enabled to find balance between their work and personal lives, and that when done well, one benefits the other. To help me discuss this topic, I'd like to welcome Nancy Graytrix, Director of Human Resources, and Becky Lechner, Employment Brand Manager from Room and Board. First, uh, why don't you each tell me a little bit about your background and what you do at Room and Board? Wonderful. Thank you, Greg. Um, This is Nancy, and I've had the pleasure of leading the Human Resources Function at Room and Board for over 28 years now. Uh, granted, for many years it was just me, uh, but now I'm fortunate to have a talented team of individuals that are really dedicated to the staff member experience. I'm also a member of our internal advisory board, which includes our president uh, and our CFO, and the three of us report to our CEO and founder, and together we lead and guide the company from a strategic point of view. Hi, Greg. It is really great to talk with you today. And my name is Becky Lechner. My title here at Room and Board is Employment Brand Manager. I've been here just about a year um, in this role where I have the privilege of helping to showcase our employer brand, or what I like to call the story of what makes us a great employer, to our staff members and to potential staff members. In this role, I work really closely with our recruiting and internal communications team. I have a background in journalism and communications, and personally, I've always loved Room and Board and what this company stands for, so it's really been a perfect role for me. And I love being able to highlight the stories of staff members and share why they love working here. And something that's really fun about this work is that employer branding is still a uh, relatively new and growing field. It's been in the industry, it's been an industry for really about a decade or so now where it's been branded as employee branded branding. So it's really exciting to be a part of this work. That's great. Well, looking forward to talking more about this. And so let's, let's first get a little background on room and board itself. Um, could you tell me a little bit about the company? Certainly room and board is a, uh, National Home Furnishings Retailer. Uh, we're headquartered in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and we've been in business for 40 years, uh, celebrating the essence of a modern home. And what I think is always interesting is today the modern aesthetic is everywhere, uh, but in 1980, we were pioneers of the notion of beauty, simplicity, and function of the home. And our core business beliefs are founded in respect, um, sustainability, and American craftsmanship. And we really focused and invest in our omni-channel experience so we can seamlessly serve our customers, whether that be through our website, uh, our brick-and-mortar locations across the country, and or our 800 channel. 
Um, further, we don't outsource our in-home delivery, which makes us unique. We consider that such an intimate interaction in our customers' homes, and it's critical to our success. Great. Uh, well, what's your unique approach to employer brand in the market? Mm-hmm. Um, room and board's culture is really well known in the job market, uh, and it really speaks volumes about what we stand for. And as part of our employer brand efforts, we work to highlight both our culture and our values to current and potential staff members. We do that in a lot of different ways, such as sharing stories through different avenues. That could be social media, our career connection email, our careers website, and other venues too. And we also give our staff members the ability to get involved and be part of efforts bigger than themselves, which I think is really unique through volunteer activities and working with select nonprofit organizations throughout the country. And we're really proud that this has always been a priority of Room and Board. Last year alone, we provided nearly a million dollars to nonprofit organizations throughout the country where our showrooms, delivery, and distribution centers are located. And what's really great about this is that our staff members in those different markets get to choose the organizations and get to pick what's really dear to their heart and what they would love to volunteer their time for. And we also align ourselves with values and causes that resonate with our staff members, that is such as support of the ACLU, and more recently, our support of the Make Time to Vote effort and encouraging our staff members to exercise their civic duty by voting. Let's def- uh, discuss how Room and Board defines the role of human resources to the employee experience. Uh, prior to this recording, you'd sent me a, a great summary of how Room and Board outlines um, this to, to take a look at. Um, could you summarize uh, this, this approach uh, so listeners can have a better understanding? Certainly, Greg. Um, that document I sent you is what we call our guiding principles. And a little backstory. So a group of us wrote that document 20-some years ago. And uh, for the most part, we are all still together, leading room board. And I think that's really important because our relationship working together has enabled us to deepen these beliefs and be incredibly steady in our leadership of the company. However, when we first put those thoughts on paper, it was truly for our own benefit. We weren't trying to craft a document for the ages uh, by any means. Our business was small, it was hectic, it was growing quickly, and it was really meant to help us collectively work through our own values and make sure that our thought processes and our beliefs were consistent when making decisions. You know, what was really interesting, though, is once we had our thoughts on paper and started to kind of speak from that playbook, if you will, we realized that we all held very similar values. And our words really resonated with our teams when we led with values and not with rules and policy manuals. So today, our guiding principles are essentially the core of who we are and define how we conduct our business. And, and not just leadership, but every staff member is really expected to embrace these philosophical beliefs. And essentially, our guiding principles have four uh, key themes with some overarching um, beliefs. And those overarching beliefs are just a commitment to home and a passion for design and really holding true to this notion that your life is better when you do something that you love to do from a career perspective. And then the four buckets are respect and relationships and how we interact with one another, 
Uh, individual accountability is that second bucket in that we all have an obligation to do our best work at Room and Board. The third bucket is engaging in the business. We are fully transparent with our financials and other business metrics. And not only do we think that makes for a great experience when you see how you impact the business, but we also believe that um, um, really uh, aligns us well to understand how we affect those metrics. And the last key theme is being part of something bigger, which Becky alluded to. We have, um, I hope, uh, a humility in terms of our place in this world and an obligation to be reverent to the earth that we share and act in sustainable ways with our business practices and then also be a um, effective uh, member in our community um, on a variety of different areas, as Becky mentioned. That's a great summary. Um, do you mind sharing a success story about how you were able to address one of those um, key areas as well? I certainly will. Um, you know, I just said they, it touches on all aspects of our business, from financial planning and controls to vendor relationships, customer service beliefs. But I think I'll touch on something near and dear to my near and dear to my heart, which is a HR process uh, that really encompasses our culture. So almost from the beginning, we decided to do away with formal performance appraisals. They never felt respectful and frankly meaningful. So first and foremost, that decision meant that our leaders were expected to lead uh, and conduct performance appraisals, if you will, every day. That's their job, to give feedback, to coach, to redirect, celebrate performance, and essentially get good work done through others. And I think from a staff member perspective, we share our company priorities and supporting strategies each year. And we work really hard to cascade that information in a meaningful way to every level of the business. And from there, we ask every staff member to define the priorities and strategies for which they align and really ask them to figure out what they hope to accomplish and how they'll measure their success for that coming year. And our staff members are then expected to put their thoughts in writing. And it's their responsibility to have conversations a few times a year with their manager around their progress. And I think what's so cool about this process and specifically these documents they create, I, I think what's so cool about these documents that our staff members create is that they don't have to fit their thoughts into a form or check off boxes. Some people simply write bullet points and others write pages and the process honors their thought process and how they choose to engage with the business. So this process of, of performance appraisals, if you will, or what we call priorities and measures are really core to our guiding principles. They're respectful, um, they require a high degree of individual accountability, and they expect our staff members to understand how they impact the success of the business. Well, we're currently five to six months into the COVID pandemic. Um, what are some of the unique challenges in delivering great employee experience during these times, and what are you doing to address them? Yeah, Greg, I, I can talk about that a little bit. We definitely, um, 2020 has been an interesting year, and things have changed, you know, COVID-19, of course, changed the course of our business and the structure of how we work in a matter of weeks, like so many others, too. We really had to adapt and be agile 
right now, some of us are working from home. Some of us are still in the office, but on different schedules. And it's important to note that even more importantly, we're really sensitive to the fact that our retail and delivery and distribution partners continue to work in this pandemic, many in customer-facing roles, and we're always looking for ways to continue to show them our gratitude for that. And as right now, we're really looking to how we preserve our community and our culture in the face of these changes. And we're looking at, we're continuing to go back to those two key reasons somebody might work at Room Report. First, they're excited about the job and role. It's their passion, it's what they do well, and they want to learn and grow in it. But equally important is that they deeply care about what Room and Board stands for as an employer, and they really want to be part of this great culture and company. And the challenge right now is to continue to protect our culture during COVID-19 for all of our staff members, whether they're at our central office or work in delivery, distribution, or retail. And while many of our central staff members can work from home, the challenge, of course, for delivery and distribution and retail staff members is ensuring their safety and the safety of our customers. And we've taken those measures really seriously to protect our staff members. And as we look towards the future and considering what a post-COVID world might look like for our staff members, we know we really need to practice deep listening. We value collaboration and we want to ensure that remains even as we're working differently. So we're asking ourselves a lot of questions right now, like how do we preserve our culture? What do celebrations look like remotely? How do we keep our sense of community? As an example for you, we're celebrating our 40th anniversary this year. And we've been talking about how do we celebrate that across the company in a remote and safe way that still makes it really special. And we want to start those conversations about what the workplace looks like post-COVID. How do we re recreate this great employee experience even when we're in different places? And we are really excited by this challenge. Great. Well, how do you measure that then? You know, how is, how is employee experience measured at, at room and board? I can grab that one, Greg. Um, you know, certainly I think retention is key because we built a business based upon relationships and not just with one another. You know, our customers really get to know their design associates and believe it or not, many of them know their delivery teams by name. So in terms of a measurement, our annual turnover is about 10 to 15% a year. And half of that turn is individual life circumstances that we can control, no matter how healthy our culture might be. Um, but the other half represents something interesting. It's, it's really something we didn't do well. We either didn't hire the right person, perhaps we placed them in the wrong role, maybe we didn't lead them effectively or pay them fairly, or so on. There could be multiple reasons. But we really dig into this information to understand how we can get better. But really, I think if I speak personally, my single greatest measure of the staff member experience is something I cannot put a yardstick to. It's really how we impact lives. In my years at Room Board, I have seen many uh, physical transformations of people when they begin to work at Room Board. They sleep better, they begin to exercise, perhaps they lose weight. I've also had many people tell me that they're better parents, spouses, more engaged citizens, and, and many just tell me that they have the income and, more importantly, the stability to, to buy a home or improve their life in some way. Um, and really, I think that just means that their lives are really more satisfying 
because their work gives them a sense of purpose and, and confidence. And I just, I can't tell you how happy those observations and conversations make me feel. And, and that's really what guides me and, and excites me about creating a, a great experience for our staff members. Let's talk about uh, work-life balance and, and how, that's, um, how that's integrated at, at Room and Board. Uh, you mentioned needing to account for this in the, the guiding principles that you sent over, and I think it's a really important topic. Can you give me an example of something you do to help your employees balance their work and personal lives that our listeners might be able to adapt for their own use? Sure. There are probably some really specific things we do, and then there's a philosophical point of view. Um, but I'll, I'll caution you that work-life balance is probably one of my favorite things to talk about, so feel free to stop me <laughs> at any time. <laughs> you know, one of my guiding principles is is to love what you do, or in other words, a strong belief that everyone should find their life's work. And, and that's all well and good, but if you don't allow for someone to have a life, um, that phrase is pretty shallow. So there are several tangible things that we provide our staff members. We have a personal financial planner available to our staff members. And truly in today's world, that's not too unique, um, but Billy has been with us for over 20 years, the, the same person. Again, building meaningful relationships has tied um to his ability to impact our staff members. We also have Wendy, uh, a licensed therapist. We've always believed that calling an 800 number, uh, an EAP 800 number, is not a good idea when you're in emotional turmoil. So we have a face and a name at the end of the phone line. She guides our staff member in the moment and then acts as a concierge of sorts to guide our people to appropriate resources in the communities where they live. But I think, as I mentioned, there's a philosophical component to this as well. And it's also understanding that the time and control over your own schedule is really fundamental to well-being. In our central office, we have the luxury not to tie people to a desk, and therefore they have the freedom to balance their professional responsibilities with their personal lives. But again, keep in mind this notion of individual accountability it doesn't mean it's a free-for-all. Personal decisions are made every day. You know, really, where am I needed the most? What are the consequences of my decisions to stay at work or if I leave for a personal matter? Um, but I think the bottom line is that this trust is given to our staff members and we know that they'll make the right decision and balance their lives with their obligation to the business. Becky alluded to the different uh, areas of our business, and we cannot always offer the same flexibility to those in our retail locations and delivery distribution facilities. Their work is much more dictated by a schedule, so they don't always have the option to leave early to catch a child's ball game or what have you. Um, but we really do our best if we're made aware of important circumstances in their lives to support whatever needs they may have. Um, but I think it's just this essence that we respect back to those guiding principles um, that people's lives are so fundamental to their success. And if they don't um, have the ability to fulfill their dreams and their personal goals, um, nothing else really works. So in order to have a great person show up every day and be prepared to give their best, they have to be uh, content and fulfilled in their broader life. 
That's really great to hear that that you're putting that much intention behind it. I I think that's that's definitely inspiring. One last question before we wrap up. Um, let's uh, transition to talking about how room and board defines agility. So a lot of people might assume that an agile furniture retailer would be one whose products shift and adapt quickly to market needs and similar things to that. On the contrary, room and board has several products that have remained unchanged for years and continue to sell well. You also don't have holiday sales throughout the year that continually shift pricing, unlike most of your competitors. How would you say that room and board has maintained agility over the years, uh, despite some things remaining more constant? And, and how has this benefited the company? Yeah, Greg, I can take that one. Um, you know, as I mentioned earlier, we are celebrating our 40th anniversary this year. So we've been doing a lot of reflecting, um, which has been really exciting, um, especially as someone like myself, newer to the company, hearing about the history. And it's been really exciting to celebrate the 40th, um, you know, even maybe more meaningful in a year when we've all experienced such unprecedented change. And you're right. We don't have sales. We don't do major changes to our product line or follow fads. And that's really just not who we are. We're timeless. And we think that's something that's appreciated by both our customers and our staff members. And we look at it this way because we're not doing all those unnecessary things. When a unique opportunity comes up, either in the market or through recruiting or employee engagement, we can seize it. It's because we don't have a lot of clutter competing for our attention and we can really be agile. I'll give you one example of that. When about two to three years ago, we noticed the rise of the gig worker. People were wanting more flexibility to do multiple things or focus on their passion or their side gig. And in response to that, we devised a role that was three days only in our showrooms with a focus on the weekends. And it really was a win-win as weekends are of course a key time for our business but it also allowed us to attract staff members who wanted a part-time career with a great salary and it also offered full benefits. So that is one example of that agility that we like to talk about. Yeah, that's great. Um, and and a, a great, uh, I would say, non-traditional example of, of agility. So that's, that's great to hear. Well, Nancy and Becky, uh, thanks so much for joining the show. Uh, for those listening, what's the best way to keep up with what you're doing? Sure, you can uh, certainly visit our website at uh, roomboard.com. Uh, Becky and I are both, of course, on LinkedIn. And uh, we also are on Instagram and Facebook and other social media channels. So we're pretty easy to find. Again, I'd like to thank Nancy Gratrix and Becky Lechner from Room and Board for joining the show. To learn more about both customer and employee experience, I recommend you go to my website at gregkillstrom.com and make sure to check out my latest book, The Center of Experience. More information is available on my website or wherever the book is available, like Amazon. Thanks for listening to The Agile World with Greg Kilstrom. See you next week. Thanks again for listening to The Agile World Podcast, brought to you by Tech Systems. I'm your host, Greg Kilstrom. You can learn more and get a copy of my latest book, The Center of Experience, from my website at theagile.world or on Amazon or other retailers. Until next week, stay agile.